Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today Breakfast Briefing. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Monday, the 4th of April. And as usual, with all the information contained in this briefing, it is general advice only. So please do your own research. Contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas, or insights in this briefing. And of course, if you need to, you can always pause the slideshow here and read the disclaimer in full. And if you're listening on a podcast in the whole wide world, out there on a bus, on a tram, on a train, or wherever you can head on over to marcustoday.com.au and read the disclaimer there. All right, well, Friday night, we did see a bit of a late surge in the Dow, saving some blushes with the Dow Jones closing up 140 points or 0.40%, 140,318. The NASDAQ up 0.29%, 41 points, 14,262. And the S&P 500 in the middle for Diddle, up 0.34%, 15 points, 45.46. VIX down 4.52%, one point down to 20. But it was all about US jobs numbers on Friday, uh, which were slightly underwhelming, only slightly underwhelming, but they did revise up previous numbers there. So they were a little bit weaker than expected. They were up 431,000 was just short of consensus, which was around 475. The unemployment rate fell to 3.6% from 3.8%. You would think that an economy with unemployment at 3.6% could afford to have rates starting to normalise faster than perhaps they are at the moment. So uh, that is certainly something to bear in mind. But those jobs numbers dominating, we did see that late surge helping markets close in the positive. SPY futures up 19 points or 0.25%. Energy was also, of course, front and centre on Friday with uh, OPEC uh, plus behind it from Thursday. And of course, that strategic petroleum reserve drawdown very much in mind at the moment. Brent crude 104.39, down 32 cents or 0.31%. I say most oil companies would be pretty happy with $105 a barrel US for Brent. WTI 99.27 down a dollar and one down 1.01% there. So expect to see a little bit of inflationary pressures come off. And of course, over the weekend, I'm sure everyone will have been out and about, certainly in Sydney, because the sun was shining, which was made a change from all the rain we've had, but out and about and noticing the petrol price it had fallen. Lowest I saw was 179 cents a litre for the cheap stuff. The gold price was cheap stuff as well, down $30.30, 1.55%, back down to 1923.7. Complacency everywhere, why do you need to be long gold? That is the question, and certainly something that people are looking at at the moment, but it is flip-flopping around on a daily basis, depending on what's happening in Ukraine, what's happening with the oil price, what's happening basically across the world in terms of those risks. But uh, Friday night, we did see gold down $30.30. Other commodities as well. We saw copper down 1.1, nickel up 1.1. Nickel is still 32600 on the LME. Aluminium down 1.26%. Zinc had a big rise, up nearly 4%. Lead down 0.17 and ton had a big rise as well, up 3.9%. As a result of all this bullishness, 
We had Freeport McMoran up 2.5%, Alcoa up 0.7%, Tech down 0.7%, Anglo up 2.4%, Glencore up 1.5%, Vale 4.2% higher, and Arbemile 1.7% higher. BHP in ADR terms in the US was up 265 and Rio at 2.84% because iron ore was back up towards $160 US a tonne, up $9.14, 6.06%. And coupled that with the Aussie dollar below 75, 74.91, no wonder BHP was so firm and other miners as well. So once again, we will see miners do relatively well today. Here's the S&P 500. You can see that for most of the day it was drifting down, tried to rally, and then closing on its highs uh, as it went into the last hour of trade. Uh, let's have a look at some of these US stocks. Apple was down 0.2, Meta up 1.1, Google up 0.8, Microsoft up 0.4, Tesla up 0.6. We had uh, US banks a little bit uh, mixed. Citigroup down 2%. Bank of America down 0.8, but Wells Fargo up half. And Block, the artist formerly known as Square, was down 1.5% in the US. Major stories. The Ukraine has accused Russia of civilian massacres. Russia denies this. The Ukrainian mayor shows dead bodies amid battle-scarred city of Bucha. Fresh turmoil for Pakistan as PM Khan dodges ouster. Opposition vows fight. Uh, Wall Street ahead. This week, robust corporate cash made boy stocks after a rocky quarter. And uh, Shanghai has asked the entire city to self-test for COVID as frustration grows. I think we've no longer, well, certainly in the UK, where they've got record numbers of COVID cases again. I think, uh, you know, it was something ridiculous. 7.5% of the UK population had COVID uh, last weekend, which was just extraordinary. Um, but they haven't learned to live with it. They've just learned to ignore it. Um, but certainly something that the Chinese haven't learned to live or ignore it with yet. Uh, truce offers glimmer of hope to Yemenis, battered by a seven-year war. And the US economy and not letting war pandemic get in the way of a good time. Tesla has delivered record vehicles in Q1, but output has fallen as the China shutdown grows. What to expect today? Well, of course, the big thing on the ticket is tomorrow with the RBA and some calls for them to go with a rate rise. Of course, the election hasn't been called, so unlike when John Howard uh, berated the RBA for raising rates uh, during an election cycle, uh, the RBA could get away with it tomorrow and raise before the election is actually called and thus be seen as apolitical. We shall see what happens tomorrow, but certainly very closely watched. Another economic news today, we've got ANZ Job Ads, MI Inflation, that's the Melbourne Institute inflation number, and Chinese markets are closed today and tomorrow for the Qingming Festival. And 10-year yields, US 2.38%, Australia 2.82%, Germany 0.55%. Stocks 50, European markets still continuing to go okay at the moment. Stocks 50 up 0.4%, FTSE up 03 The FTSE, of course, is very much a mining and oil-focused index. CAC up 0.4% and DAC up 0.2. And over the last 25 years, April has provided 2.3% gains on average for the stock's European 600 index and only seven negative returns. So certainly fat and happy for Easter looks like the way to go for Europe. Uh, LKE, Lake Resources, on a tear recently. It's in a non-binding agreement with Hanwha for an offtake agreement. And this is big news. Aluka 
has uh, given the final investment decision on its Rare Earths Refinery in WA. The Enanaba Rare Earths Refinery is getting the tick of approval. Federal government keen to be backing these critical metal industries at the moment and critical mineral companies. So good news there for Eluca. And JB Hi-Fi has joined the J-Car race. J-Car's up for sale through Baron Joey. And analysts believe it could sell for more than $500 million. As far as our market goes today, what to expect? Well, I would imagine that we're going to see a slight positive on the back of the U.S. numbers and the fact that nothing terrible has happened over the weekend in terms of uh, escalation, at least in the Ukraine. Uh, That issue being pushed to the back somewhat at the moment. We do have the RBA tomorrow, so there may be a little bit of caution there. But given commodity prices still bubbling away, uh, we will expect to see some strength still, especially in the likes of BHP, Rio and Fortescue. And of course, BHP being 11% of the market will certainly help there. Banks probably not doing too much today. And industrials, picky, I would say. So pick your industrials. But lithium sector will again be the hot sector and we may see a little bit of profit taking in some because things got a little bit irrational, exuberant on Friday. But uh, certainly that is the hot sector to be in at the moment. And traders and punters will be looking for stocks in that sector that haven't moved, have been left behind or have a catalyst in the wind that uh, is yet to drop. So that remains a, an interesting sector. Lithium battery tech very much in vogue, as everyone is aware Question of the day today, are you worried about the inverted yield curve? We've heard so much talk about this, but are you worried about this inverted yield curve? Does it really uh, give a good indication of where the economic woes or successes are heading? Are we really on the verge of a recession given the US jobs numbers on Friday, our own jobs numbers here and the acceleration of the economies around the globe coming out of covid and still government stimulus around and about. You know, we've just had the Morrison government stimulating again from the budget uh, with uh, $250 payments. That's 10 Gladys vouchers in old money. So are we really worried about that inverted yield curve, or is it different this time? Love to hear your thoughts on that one. But that's it for me today. Thanks very much for listening. You can head on over to the Marcus Today Facebook discussion group. Love to have your thoughts, ideas, and insights over there as usual. And if you're looking for more streams of goodness in terms of podcasts, we have the Marcus Strategy Podcast, which is the morning meeting. Fly on the wall, look at what we're talking about and what's happening in the market. The On The Desk Podcast with the team in Melbourne, talk about all things financial, and the On The Couch podcast where I talk to CEOs and industry fund managers as well regarding investment um, ideas and their companies. Uh, If you're interested in in the lithium space, I would urge you to listen to the Bernard Rowe Iron Ear podcast that I did last week. And this week, hoping uh, hoping to get someone special on the couch, but we'll see how that one pans out. Well, that's it from me today. Thanks very much for listening. Have a great day. May the trading gods be with you.